Welcome to Today on Broadway for Monday, September 30th, 2019. I'm Broadway World's Matt Tamanini. And I'm arts and culture writer Ashley Steves. Ashley, you Matt. know what happens later this week, right? Uh, no. There are too many things I'm, happening later this week. I, I've lost track of what could it possibly be. I'm a little disappointed that you don't know this, that the first round of company oh yeah obviously that was please <laughs> come on okay i believe that those go on sale for on friday i believe those are amex uh it's an amex sale i believe so whether yes, or not you indeed. have an amex i don't think it matters uh i think you'll probably find a way to get those tickets as soon oh, as they are put on sale yeah i've got friends in amex places so i'll be there <laughs> Friends with a black card or whatever it is over there in Amex. I'm not cool enough so. to have one. But. Yeah, me neither. Join the club. Yeah. Well, uh, over the weekend, we had a couple of really great episodes here in the podcast feed. On Saturday, Jan Simpson had a new episode of Stagecraft interviewing the playwright of Run Boy Run and In Old Age, Infoniso Udofia. These are part of her nine-part series uh, chronicling... Um, a story of a family and some characters in Nigeria. Uh, great interview there. Check that out. And then on sat on Sunday, um, Peter, Michael, and James had a really in-depth hour and a half long episode talking about a bunch of different things, including the height of the storm, which opened on Broadway last week, Porgy and Brett, Porgy and Bess at the Metropolitan Opera, Henry the Fourth Part One at Folger Theater in D.C. Just a a ton of stuff. Antigone at Park Seriously, Avenue Armory. Yes, yeah, so, so they threw in all of that stuff, you know, some really classic um, uh, American and then even British and the Greek theater with mm-hmm. the modern with the modern American classic, The Full Monty at the Argyle Theater ah, in New York. So uh, very nice. a little bit yeah. of a little bit of something for everybody. So check out that episode. And then if you like what you hear in the Broadway radio feed, don't forget to head over to patreon.com slash Broadway Radio where you can become a subscriber, donator, contributor, patron. I don't know what the exact terminology is there, but we would appreciate it tremendously, whatever the proper term is. All right, so Ashley. Matt. Let's get into the news, and we have to start with my base inability to read. Ooh. Now, remember last week? Is that a recurring theme? Well, just in life, yes. (laughs) Uh, Remember last week when we went through all of the possibilities of who could be replacing Stephen Bogardus as Nick Lane in Girl from the North Country? Yeah, I do. Yeah, as it was pointed out by our friend Seth Christenfeld, yes. um, if I had read more thoroughly throughout the entire press release, I would have seen that they have already replaced Stephen Bogardus with stage and screen regular J.O. Sanders. Now, certainly not a star of the magnitude that I think that you and I were considering, Ashley, but mm-hmm. he is one of those faces that you have seen in everything yeah. for decades if you don't He's know also him, just if you don't know him by name you know him by face absolutely um and he just coincidentally won a drama desk award earlier this year for yeah. playing the title role in uncle vanya yes. it was actually his second drama desk by the way he is he also has a long history on the new york stage uh with a lot of classic theater actually which i do think has a certain uh, level of application uh, when it comes to Girl from the North Country, Ashley. So I suppose that mystery is solved. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate Seth uh, reminding me that my Ohio State education did not prepare me to actually be completely literate. <laughs> read, um, yeah. <laughs> but I apologize for, for missing that and leading people astray and maybe getting them excited that who knows, maybe Tom Hanks was going to do it or something. But 
I, I do think that there's a possibility that Sidney James Harcourt, as it does not appear that he is continuing with the program, they could find a star or a name, whether that's theatrical or otherwise, to play his role of Joe Scott, which is the only principal role still remaining unfilled. And as I said last week, it's probably the most impactful role in the show, at right. least for me. Uh, Tom Hanks could still be in the replacement cast, so there's, yeah, there's opportunity I, I mean, for that. Don't get your Tom, hopes Tom, completely down. <laughs> well, Tom Hanks is going to go win himself another Oscar for playing Mr. Rogers, uh, so yeah. he might have something else to do. So, uh, anyway, thank you for for that correction, Seth. And uh, I think J.S. Saunders or J.S. Sanders is great. He's, yes, uh, I've never heard him sing, but like we said last week, in a role like this, it doesn't really matter. All right, so let's move into this week's theatrical schedule, Ashley. It is. Very busy. Yes. Uh, as you kind of alluded to at the beginning of the show, it starts out tomorrow night with the opening of The Great Society on Broadway from Lincoln Center. This is, of course, Robert Shankin's second in his series of LBJ plays. It is directed again by Bill Rausch, as All the Way was. It stars Brian Cox, Richard Thomas, Mark Kudish, uh, Grantham Coleman, Bryce Pinkham, Frank Wood, and many, many many more um that is running at the um uh, at the Beaumont. vivian beaumont theater so check that one out we will have all of the reviews on t- on uh, wednesday's episode also happening on tuesday october 1st are previews for bella bella off broadway from the manhattan theater club this is the world premiere per- play written and performed by harvey firestein it is taken from the words and works of bella abzig who is a friend uh, of Harvey Firestein. She is, of course, a New York City political firebrand and became uh, New York State's first female senator. So that should be uh, should be great to see Harvey back on stage. Always. Yeah, he's the, the best. I mean, this is off-Broadway, but maybe they'll just give him another Tony or two because it's so. Harvey. I hope so. I hope so. I think it's deserved. <laughs> I'll be there. He's one of my yeah. favorite people on this planet, so... How could he not be? Yeah. All right, so then on Wednesday, October 2nd, we have the official Broadway opening for Freestyle Love Supreme, Supreme, Supreme uh, over at the <laughs> Booth Theater um, that is currently running a special limited engagement through January 5th. Um, and actually, this is one that I, it, it hasn't been like doing completely like sold out business, but it's been doing right. really well and everybody who's going seems to love it. Um, That's what I've heard. As I'm, yeah, you know, this is one that, uh, it's closing on January 5th. Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf comes into that same theater on right. March 2nd. I think there's probably room for uh, an extension if they wanted to, but it's also a show that I hope, um, and I think it very well could, based off the success of this run, could potentially come back to Broadway at some point, or just find a home in New York where they can do the show for do like one weekend every forever. few months. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and, and and I don't know that all of these guys are going to want to be in it, you know, all the time because they all do other things. Mm-hmm. But they have they have the Freestyle Love Supreme Academy, have new people come in, have it ongoing, be like Second City um, where, or UCB exactly. where you've always got yeah. stuff going on, I think. And then you can make a big deal out of like the original cast reuniting on Broadway. Like, I think that that's something that would be very cool and, and unique. And I hope they figure something out moving forward with that there's one night only kind of things could be great if nothing else great charity events too absolutely 
Absolutely. Well, also opening on Wednesday night, this time off-Broadway, is the New Englanders, uh, New Englanders, the world premiere play by Jeff Augustin and directed by Sahim Ali. Ironically enough, with a whole bunch of Hamilton folks, both on stage and offstage, opening up on Broadway on Wednesday night, uh, we also have uh, Javier Munoz uh, leading yes. that show from uh, Manhattan uh, Theater Club as well. Then, moving to Thursday, we have a pair of off-Broadway previews beginning. The first one comes from MCC, and that is the new Teresa Rebeck play, Seared. This is directed by the man with the best name in theater, Moritz von Stupenagel. And (laughs) there's literally no better name. Changing my Um, name. Yes, I'm changing my name major to... More. No, anyway, um, <laughs> it, it stars W. Trey Davis, Raul Esparza, David Mason, and Krista Rodriguez. It is currently not running while I'll be in town, but if it extends, uh, you can't, between Krista get and that, Raul and Moritz magic. and Teresa. Yeah. Get, yeah. I, get that extension yep, magic there we go. in there. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Sending the vibes out to, uh, uh, out to Bernie Telsey and Robert Lapone uh, to get, the, get that thing going. So, uh, the other one that begins performances on, and uh, Thursday, October 3rd is Is This a Room? It is conceived and directed by Tina Sater and is running at the Vineyard Theater. It's currently running through November 10th. Also, not there while I'm going to, not running while I'm going to be in town, but who knows? Uh, so check those out. I know, Ashley, this is one that you are uh, especially interested in. Yeah, right? for sure. Hoping to get to see it soon. Awesome. Maybe we can make that happen. Then on Friday, previews begin. For David Burns, American Utopia on Broadway. We're going to talk uh, a bit more about this one here momentarily. This is, um, mm. I don't even know what it is, a concert, a show. We're going to talk about <laughs> it. It, it. It includes production consultant Alex Timbers on the show, choreography and musical staging by Annie B. Parson, and of course, uh, rock and alternative funk i don't sure. even know what kind of music david Byrne is um <laughs> he is at the star of it with a wouldn't with a group of other musicians actors and singers i wouldn't say funk but you know not a, funk a i mean i kind of yeah I don't a little bit know. of everything i was else. thinking like new age kind yeah. of stuff you know what do i know it's I an, do it's an event that's what the show is yeah well I, we we really need to bring back the theatrical event category for Agreed. the tony awards Co-sign like there's forever. so many there's so many of these things. I mean, like people who've won, like Elaine, you know, Elaine Stritch, mm-hmm. Live at Liberty, you know, uh, just they're, they're, these things need to have their own category and they need to be represented, especially if we, as we've talked about quite a bit, theater owners are going to continue to plug in holes in their theatrical schedule mm-hmm. with things like this. We need to have one of those things. And it's not that big a deal to. It's really not. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, off, okay. Off, off uh, the soapbox for now, though. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I've got it handy at all times. Yes. I've got a standing desk now, so it uh, so is always there with me. So you're standing on the soapbox, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, on uh, on Saturday, uh, October 5th, we have previews beginning for the new play from Lincoln Center Theater's LCT3 called Power Strip. This is a new play uh, by Sylvia Corey and directed by Tyne Raffaelli. Uh, it is uh, one that, that looks... Really interesting. It is about uh, Yasmin, a young Syrian refugee who spends her days tethered to an electric power strip in a Greek refugee camp. What's always great about LCT3 shows is that they are all $30 only. And then we have our first closing of the week. And this one's happening at the Red Bull Theater. And this is Keith Hamilton Cobb's American Moore, the play about an African-American actor who goes in 
to audition for the role of Othello and has a younger white director kind of tell him what the role is all about. Uh, love me some Keith Hamilton Cobb, miss his mm. dreads, but whatever. If you can see that at the Cherry Lane Theater by this uh, Saturday, please do. Then on Sunday, we have another Broadway opening, and this one is Slave Play, uh, the new play by Jeremy O'Harris, directed by Robert O'Hara. Um, I'm going to say, Ashley, that these reviews are going to be pretty positive. They were off-Broadway. I think critics can get a little bit more critical, uh, for lack of a better mm. word, the second time they've seen a show, especially if it transfers sure. to Broadway. Sure. But the the reviews were great uh, when it played at New York Theatre Workshop. I was shocked that it didn't get more awards consideration for its mm. New York Theatre Workshop run, which I thought was a little weird. Maybe there was a disconnect between just, the, yeah. the voters and the and the critics, but yeah, uh, exactly. I saw it off-Broadway. Did you see it off-Broadway? I haven't yet, no. I'm very excited Oh, I can't wait for your mind opens. to be blown. Yeah, it's at the Golden Theatre. Um, so check that one out. Then we've got some other closings on Sunday, uh, first down in Atlanta at the Alliance Theater, becoming Nancy, the new musical. And then Off-Broadway Wives at Playwrights Horizon is also closing. So lots of stuff going on. We'll have even more um, openings next week as well. So busy, busy time, Ash. Love a busy, busy time. Yep. All right. So what is also very, very busy is American Utopia. As I mentioned, it begins previews on Broadway this coming week. It just had its opening in Boston for its pre-Broadway tryout last week, and um, it's going to have a limited engagement on Broadway at the Hudson Theater from October 4th through January 19th. And here are the reviews for those folks in Beantown. Maura Johnston from the Boston Globe said, quote, with American Utopia, burn Paris's flair for rock pageantry with a sort of inclusive spirit that powers mosh pits and sing-alongs between strangers. Part review of his earlier work, part performance art interpretation of his vast back catalog, part feisty rock concert, and all burn, American Utopia is exuberant and generous, reveling in the simple joys of song and movement as it encourages its viewers to give, to give each other a second look. Jed Gottlieb from the Boston Herald said, quote, If American Utopia was an essay, it might come off as preachy and pedantic. As a performance, it's revelatory. Just as he's done for decades, the subversive has used rock and roll, the playground of artists full of lust and rage, to remind us of the delicate idea that we need each other, and embracing that needs help embracing that need helps us cope with maladies and loneliness to fascism. Jared Bowen from the NPR affiliate station WGBH's Morning Edition said, quote, I found it beautiful, intellectual, and moving. He has stripped away all of the artifice of what you might find on stage, so you just have him and his band in gray suits, no wires, no mics that you can see, everybody playing their instruments. The choreography, unbelievably exquisite. It coalesces with his amazing intellect that you realize we've always realized, that David Byrne, for as progressive as his music has been and how avant-garde his music has been, he begins this piece by explaining the brain and the connection we have. And you realize through this show, this is what he wants to do. This is why it's in a small theater. He wants to have connections with his audience. Now, Ashley, uh, as, yeah. a, as a personal... Um, uh, revelation or uh, something i have to admit i could not tell you a single thing that david burns has ever written or sung but these reviews <laughs> not, make it not a, really, not really a talking interesting. heads fan 
Oh, the Talking Heads. Did they? Did they do? Uh, I'm something. I've heard it. What's, what's a Talking Heads song? Like, what's the famous one? Once in a lifetime is probably what you've heard. Yeah, I don't know that song. <laughs> uh, okay, burning down the house. I like a burning down the house. Yeah, I know that one. There you go. Uh, that's all I got. But um, but this makes me really, really interested. Like, maybe I want to get Talking Heads and David Byrne's greatest hits and kind of listen to them and then go see it because whatever this thing is, it sounds fantastic. These are not the reviews I was anticipating, honestly, and I say that as a Burn and Talking Heads fan. So this wasn't necessarily high up on my list when it came to Broadway, but now it's kind of become one of those must-sees for me, which is surprising. Yeah, he's toured with this show before, um, and when they said it was coming to Broadway, everyone was like... Okay, that's interesting. Uh, But now that people have seen it with the idea that it is coming to Broadway, that is especially cool. I think a lot of that is, as we said before, don't really know how to categorize the show. Like, there hasn't been a lot as far as knowing what it's going to be. So to actually see some kind of tangible information, even if it's, you know, flourishy critic language, that's something for me. Yeah, absolutely. All right, actually, let's close out the show with a handful of recommendations. I'm going to run through them really quickly. The first is is that Amazon Prime has recently released the entire soundtrack for the musical finale of the TV show Transparent, which is also on Amazon Prime. Um, Ashley, did you watch the finale yet? Are you a transparent person? I haven't watched any Transparent yet. It is on my okay. very, very long list of shows. Yeah, I will eventually get to it, but yeah. Anyone got time for that? Okay, um, the next one is we have the first footage from Paper Mill Playhouse's production of Chasing Rainbows, colon, The Road to Oz. Check that one out. Then we have uh, rehearsal footage from the Kennedy Center's upcoming production of Footloose. This is their uh, Broadway Center stage production starring J. Quentin Johnson, Judy Kuhn, Isabella McCullough, uh, Michael Park, Rebecca Luker. Just a freaking ridiculous cast. It's a damn um, good cast. Yeah, I mean, Footloose is not a good show, but that cast is incredible and, of course, directed by the great Walter Bobby as well. And then finally, the thing that nobody was asking for, but everybody wants. (laughs) We have a first look at Alice Ripley as Norma Desmond in the North Shore Music Theater's production of Sunset Boulevard. That description could have been so many shows for me. Well, I mean, it's just like... I. Alice Ripley as Norma Desmond is not something that yeah. I think I would have ever thought. No, I know. Uh, but but Alice Ripley doing anything is interesting. I saw her with the Skibbies earlier this year, oh, last yeah. year, and like she she is so bonkers, but so captivating. Like yes. I can only imagine how perfect she is as Norma Desmond. Like it just seems. Like, duh. Like, nobody would... I, I never would have thought about it, but as soon as somebody says it, I'm like, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's yeah, that a- actually perfect yeah. casting. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So it is it's running. It's a very short run. Just runs through this week, October 6th, uh, in uh, Beverly, Massachusetts. So if you want to see that, if you're in the area, I would not miss that if I could. All right. So that is all that we have for today. Ashley, thank you for listening to Today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Broadway Radio. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Matt Ashley, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at no, this is Ashley. All right. Thanks for spending some of your time with us on this Monday. If you have a little bit of time and a little bit of extra cash, head over to Patreon.com slash Broadway Radio. We would... 
that case, get that case. Um, uh, we would love to uh, have you as part of the Patreon family. Uh, Ashley, you don't know this yet, but uh, you're going to be with James tomorrow. Oh, so uh, yeah, have fun with that, and uh, <laughs> I will be back later in the week, and we will talk to you then. Alrighty. 